0: Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe, so make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. Today we are talking about projection. Projection, what does that even mean? Mean. We're going to take a look at the definition of projection. And today's title, if you are taking notes, is Stop Projecting. Stop Projecting. And projection is an unconscious act of taking unwanted emotions or traits that you don't like about yourself and attributing them to someone else. I love the quote, and you might have heard it before What you dislike about others is what you dislike about yourself. That really, uh, if there's a person that I don't like, maybe it's because there's something in them that I I can relate to in a way that makes me uh, not like that about myself either. But here's the thing about projection. Projection can cloud your vision and it skews your perception of reality. What does that mean? That means that when I look at life and relationships through a lens that of projection, it tends to create scenarios where maybe I'm the victim in this situation. It makes me uh, have a skewed perception of, of reality because the lens that I'm looking through, it might be a broken lens. Maybe maybe I was hurt as a child. Well, that's a little bit of a crack in my lens. Maybe a friend in the world hurt me. Crack in my lens. Uh, maybe a spouse uh you know, really hurt me or maybe you're in a relationship and your spouse cheated on you. Well, now you have trust issues and that's a crack in your lens. And so that means that every situation, every relationship in your life now is going to be projected through pain, through betrayal, through hurt. Uh, maybe it's through insecurity. Whatever that looks like, it's now clouded the vision between truth of what God says and what you perceive as your reality. And here is the great thing about walking as a Christian, that when we come to know Jesus, that he can heal all of those things. When we release forgiveness, uh, it doesn't matter what the backstory is. It doesn't matter how cracked your lens used to be before you came to know Jesus. Once you come into a relationship with him, he makes all things new but it takes us embracing that it takes us recognizing old patterns it takes us getting our soul and our emotions and our mindsets in line with what the spirit of god is wanting to do in and through our lives sometimes it's even making that decision you know to release forgiveness making that decision to allow god to redefine it because here's the thing that projection it, it tends to make you the victim in your story. It tends to allow you to blame someone else, uh, maybe for even something that you need to address within yourself. You know, it's like, I've heard it said like this, it's like dumping clutter into someone else's family room and being upset with them for being messy. It's like me dumping all of my junk on somebody else and then Being upset with them. And so we're going to take a look at some uh, different questions in different areas on the topic of projection to make sure that we're not projecting onto people and, you know, really to make sure that we're not allowing other people's projections to get on us and to stick on us. So, point number one, if you're taking notes, is is it a me issue or is it a them issue? And I feel like this is a really important question to ask yourself in the area of relationships if there's a a tension in a relationship if there's um a constant maybe that person that you just butt heads with or maybe it's a family member maybe it's even a spouse you know to step back and say okay to have enough self-awareness and maturity to say you know i'm not just going to go around blaming everyone else for projecting on me that in and of itself is a victimization and a projecting mentality you know the the self-aware, mature Christian steps back and says, why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way? Why? why? Is it me? Is it something in me that's still broken? Uh, Is it an insecurity in me? Uh, Maybe when you're scrolling through social media, there's somebody that you just cannot stand. Well, why? Why? Is it because uh, of insecurities? Is it What is the, the root of the issue? Because your lens might be a little bit cracked. And, and so to really step back and make that analysis is a huge, huge deal in growing in the area of Christian relationships. And I think about Mary and Martha in Luke 10, 38 uh, through 42, Luke 10, 38 through 42. I'm going to turn there really quick. It says this. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teachings. And verse 40, it says, but Martha was distracted with much serving and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. So she was like, waiting. Like I'm getting her in trouble. Uh, He's going to fix this. This is uh, Martha was thinking this was a her issue. Like this is a Mary issue. Does she not realize that she should be helping me here? We had Jesus and now she's just sitting there at his feet and I'm doing all the work. And in verse 41, the Lord answers her. But and he says, Martha, Martha, listen to what he says. You are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary, and Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken from her. Wow. Let's take a look at this through the topic of projection here. You see how the heart of the issue Jesus points out with Martha. Martha was trying to project it onto Mary and say that that Mary was doing something wrong. Well, the truth is Martha was operating out of anxiety and and being worried, troubled about many things things. So that was actually Martha's issue being projected onto Mary. Well, if I'm anxious and I'm worried and you're not, then you just must not care. You're lazy. You're wrong. And so Martha was trying to project an unhealthy place from an unhealthy place that was within her onto her sister, Mary. And, you know, so many times we're guilty of doing this even, you know, in the church and with relationships uh, that we have, that there could be an issue within us, uh, whether it's anxiety, whether it's fear. I mean, come on now. The world now is projecting through fear. So if you're someone who's not operating in fear, uh, it's constantly that feeling of, uh, am, I, am I wrong because I'm not afraid? Is it Am I doing something wrong? Do I not love others? They're trying to project their reality through a skewed lens onto you. And so it's really stepping back and, and having the awareness to say, God, if this is something in me, reveal it to me. Reveal it to me. And there's some there's some, you know, questions that you can ask yourself. Kind of symptoms of projection. Like am I projecting or is this truly something that's coming from that other person? And some of these questions are am I constantly feeling overly hurt and defensive? Or am I constantly being sensitive about Something someone has said or done. So just that constantly feeling like over hurt, like why does everyone hurt me? I can never have any friends. Uh, All of these things. Another question is this: You know, do you constantly allow people to push your buttons? Do you constantly allow uh, things to trigger you? Are you always feeling uh, like you you notice reoccurring patterns in your life? Like do you feel like wow? You know, why does this always happen in relationships? Why do I get to this certain point and and I push away? You know, a lot of women uh, self-sabotage their relationships out of a projection from a a, a past hurt that maybe they will allow a friendship in so far. But then when that friend gets really close to them, uh, whether it's a fear of of rejection, whether it's, uh, like I said, jealousy or insecurity or maybe comparison and you feel like you're not good enough. So then you start to project that Onto to that other person. You know, it's so crazy how we actually attract that which we are uh, putting out there. So if I'm a person that says, uh, you know, I, I'm never going to have any friends, I don't have any friends. Well, guess what? That actually manifests in your life. Why? Because you start to project that nobody likes you. You start to project that no one would want to talk to you. And you actually start to become that which you believe about yourself. And Jesus Actually, uh, in in, uh, Luke 6.45 says this. It says the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is going on in your heart, whatever that heart issue is, it's eventually going to come out in the way that you talk uh, in, in the toning that you use with people, it's eventually going to overflow and, and leak out of and it's funny because if you look up the defa- the definition of projection, one of the definitions is to leak leak out of like to, to overlap or, or to come from and if you've ever heard that funny phrase like tuck your crazy in it's starting to show out show right now It's like tuck your projection in, tuck your issues in it's starting to seep out. Well Jesus talks about that you know, he says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever is going on in your heart will be sure to spill out on everyone else. So be aware of that. Be aware and and mature enough to say, God, what am I talking? What am I talking about? You know, what are my words saying to people? What what are the attitudes that I'm conveying to people? What's the tonage that I'm using with people? And you know, I take this self-assessment a lot because I never want to be a person who accidentally see here's the thing as Christians, as children of God, I don't think and believe that we actually want our issues to leak out. I believe we don't even want to have issues, but here's the thing. The Bible says uh, in the Song of Solomon, it says, beware of the little foxes, the little ones that sneak in and want to spoil the fruit, that want to eat the fruit. From your life, you know it's those little things that, if we're not always doing this assessment of ourselves, they can sneak in, and all of a sudden you might catch yourself like, "Wow, I never talked like that before. I was never that negative." Or, you know, why is it when that person's name comes up, it's kind of like a trigger to me, and and I just don't feel like I like them. And I like, is there something in me that needs addressed? Is there something in me that needs addressed? Be self-aware and take account of your words. Point number two, we kind of hit on it in point number one, is what is it that I'm projecting? What am I projecting uh, in in my life? And um, I think about the story of Ruth uh, in chapter one, verse 19 of Ruth. And Ruth uh, goes through hardship. And she returns back to her hometown. And and this is the, the passage where uh, all of the women are saying, is this Ruth? She's returned. And there's a stirring in the town. And Ruth shows up and she's projecting all of the junk that, I almost said crap, all of the junk, that wouldn't have been very ladylike, uh, that she had been through. I mean, she had lost her sons. She had lost her husband. She was abandoned in this foreign land. And so now she's returning home with all of this baggage and Ruth is not whole at this point she's very hurt and and she has a poor uh, understanding of who she is at this point that she has allowed her hardships to define her she has allowed uh, what she's gone through to label and change her and she says to these women uh, Ruth they're saying yay Ruth's back and 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 she's um or actually Naomi my bad just disregard that whole, it was Naomi was back. And, and so Ruth was the daughter-in-law and Naomi, she, she comes on the scene and Naomi actually means beautiful. It means virtuous. And, and so as she enters back, they're saying, is this Naomi? Is this Naomi? And she says, no, no, no. She stops them that in their tracks. And she says, do not call me Naomi. Do not call me beautiful. That is not my identity anymore. My identity is Mara. Call me Mara. And Mara actually means bitter. Mara means bitter. And here's the thing. When you go through life, life has a way of trying to stick to you. It has a way of trying to taint you. Uh, uh, It has a way of changing the way that you view either yourself or your situation. And you need to make a decision that you're not going to project that. that, that people are going to be able to look at your life and say, wow, she's come out of that trial and I don't sense any projection on her. What are they saying, actually? They're saying, wow, she came out of the fire and I don't even smell any smoke on her. It's as if it never happened, as if it never happened. Uh, one time I was preaching a message in our Chick Church on healthy relationships and forgiveness and loving people and one of the ladies was a visitor and she was ministering somewhere else and she was just visiting in town and uh, another woman at Champion had brought her to to Chick Church and she said, "Wow, I love your pastor's heart. I just I hope she can maintain that purity uh, throughout ministry cuz you know ministry's hard and it's hard to stay that pure and and I get where she's coming from because I'm sure she had experienced a lot of pain herself. So, I was saddened by her experience in ministry and at the same time so happy because I was like Lord you have allowed me to come through some junk in ministry like yeah people have hurt me people have left people have betrayed us people have done all these things but I have chosen to be whole I've chosen to let you be the lens that I project life from not from these cracks in in my scope no I'm going to project from a place of wholeness and I thought what a testimony uh, of God's faithfulness that I could preach that message and she could say she, she didn't smell any smoke with it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we preach a message like that And it's even from a place of like making a dig or or you can always tell uh, when a preacher and if you are in the ministry, this is one of my pet peeves. I always said I would never, ever, ever do this because it it rubs me the wrong way. And I feel like it, it does a disservice to the pulpit whenever we use that platform as a mouthpiece for our own issues and for our own cracks in our lens. I will never, help me God, allow the preaching of the word, the ministry of the word to go forward through a broken perspective, through a, a false projection. And so, you know, that only comes through taking everything to the feet of Jesus and saying, God, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold on to this. I'm not going to let this stick to me. Uh, You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be that person that says, what am I projecting? Uh, Even with a spouse, you know, you have to be careful that you're not projecting issues about yourself on that, onto that other person, because they're the person closest to you. So in a lot of ways, it's easy to do that. It's easy to do that. I remember, you know, different seasons in ministry and doing life together that we had to reassess. Like, is this a me problem or is this a you problem? Because right now, uh, I feel like, you know, it went both ways. We would both do this to each other. Like, you're making me feel bad about something that's not even in my heart and and at this point like I, I don't even it leaves you at a place where you're like I don't even know what to do it just feels like a crazy cycle and so it takes you stepping back and say you know what what is it that I as as far as what did Romans 12 say that we opened up with twelve eighteen? as far as it is with me I might not be able to to control what someone else a sister in Christ a spouse a family member I might not be able to control what they're projecting But as far as it is for me, I'm going to go before the Lord and say, there's anything in me, any unforgiveness, any bitterness, anything that would redefine me from beautiful as a child of God to bitter, I give it to you now. And I know that you're big enough to heal me of any wound. I know that if I let go of my past, you're big enough to erase it from me, that that it doesn't leave a mark on me anymore. What are you projecting? Maybe it's your insecurity, like we said before, and jealousy, strife, uh, greed. Uh, covetousness has caused you to have a false perspective. Maybe it's that competitive nature in you that needs to be crucified. If you're not careful, that competitive nature in you will actually uh, put a wedge between you and other relationships in your life. Because if it's in your heart, you're projecting it on them. And then you're like, well, they're trying to compete with me. And, And then there's just this competition thing. I always said people can't Compete with me in a competition that I'm not playing the game in. That means I refuse to engage in that. I refuse... to be a person who operates from a place of competitiveness. And that only comes through Jesus Christ being the one who defines me, who gives me confidence, being the one who, uh, who, who, who gives me the basis to say, you know what, that's great for you. I, I'm your fan. I, I love you. I want you to succeed. Not because uh, that's in my own nature. But it's because now it's the nature of Christ coming through me and projecting good things. So what are you projecting? What are you projecting? Point number three is this. What am I being projected on? Now, this is such an important point because a lot of times in our Christian walk, we have a lot of stuff projected on us. In life in general, we have stuff projected on us. And if we're not careful we can we can buy into that conversation. We can buy in that we can become a character in somebody else's skewed reality, if you know what I'm saying. That we can engage in that mess. And you know, I think about in first Samuel 17 when David is on the field with Goliath. Well, before David got onto the field, what was happening was that Goliath was projecting stuff all over the people of God. He was saying, who do you think you are? You can't beat us. And and really, if you study the scriptures, this is very interesting because Up until this point, the Philistines, even though they were giants, they hadn't beat the Israelites. But you know what? At this point, when Saul is leading, uh, at this point in his life, they see a weakness here. And so they come in and he's on the field and he's telling them that they are not going to win. He's projecting his reality onto the people of God. Now, the truth of the matter was... That God was with the people of Israel, that it didn't matter how big Goliath was when David stepped on that field and started to flip the script on the enemy, started to reject the projection, started to stop the labeling and saying, no, 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 no. Let me tell you reality. Let me tell you truth in this situation. Everything changed and i think about how many people are kind of like goliaths in our life not that they mean to be evil or they mean to do this to us but they they project lies that mess with our identity they project lies uh that that back us off i remember there was one person in my life who was uh really close to me and and they should have truly uh been a cheerleader and i say this out of wholeness now I'm, i promise i'm not projecting any hurt or pain i'm sharing this to share what it feels like when someone projects something on you. And I would go in and share uh, with this person what I was doing and and, and I found that instead of, there was like they were trying to be happy for me but I could sense, remember it, it leaks, it spills out. I could sense there was a, a little bit of something going on. I don't know if it was competitiveness, I don't know what it was. But we would reach a point in a relationship where I wanna share with them and then they would project project that back onto me to the point where then I would start to feel bad about myself and I would start to think well I I shouldn't do this like if this person doesn't believe in me maybe I'm off, off on the right off on the wrong track maybe I should just quit and I would allow that projection to open a door in my heart in my identity that should have remained closed that it was actually from the pit of hell not that that person was trying to make me feel like that but you could see even someone who I believe truly loves me still was projecting on me because of a broken cracked lens in their own life. And I had to make a decision to step back and say, am I going to let this projection become my reality now? Or am I going to recognize that this is a hurt person? You know, when you start to love and see God, how how God is, is working in people, you start to see them how God sees them. And If you can step back and not engage in the labeling, if you can step back and be a person who says, God, you know, I don't know why they're coming at me. I don't know why this friend said this about me. I don't know why. Uh, that person hurt me, I don't know why, but I bring the hurt, the pain to your feet. You see it. I'm not pretending like it doesn't hurt. I'm not pretending like it doesn't sting, Lord, but I'm releasing it to you. I'm not choosing to be bitter. I'm putting it at your feet, and I'm choosing to walk in wholeness, and then you start to pray for them. Lord, heal that insecurity. Father, you know, that sister in Christ, she doesn't know how beautiful she is. That that woman of God, she doesn't know how powerful uh, the gift of God is on her life, and you start to see things through a different perspective. And now instead of that projection changing me, I can operate from a place where my prayers can change their projection. Instead of engaging in it and allowing it to label me, I can now say, you know what? They don't mean to do that. They're, they have a broken lens. Lord, heal them. And I can operate from a place where I can live uh, out of God's love, out of his compassion towards people. I can I can actually uh, be the one who, who inserts the truth of God's word into their false reality. And so, you know, when you can step back and take yourself out, take your feelings out, you can say, you know what, it doesn't really matter what they think or say. I know what the truth is uh, about my character. I know what the truth is about... Uh, my ministry. I know what the truth is about my marriage. I know what the truth is about who God says I am. And from that place of wholeness, I can now be a source of healing and a source of life to others. So what are you projecting today? Stop projecting negative and start to be a conduit of change. God wants our relationships to exemplify him. And that comes through unity and love. So... We're going to walk in wholeness, ladies. I love you so much. And God is bigger than any pain, bigger than any hurt that you have gone through. You're now going to be healed and whole if you choose to be and be a source of life to others. Well, until next time, I'll talk to you on the Joey Miller Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that his grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller podcast.